Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. G'day everyone, it's Matt Rad, CEO and co-founder of eBusiness Institute. Now, a lot of you know we specialize in teaching beginners how to get online, particularly buy and build websites. And a lot of you listening, a lot of our community are corporates or getting out of your, a full-time job. And what that means for you probably, I'm guessing, is time is a major issue. So we can teach you how to do this really well. Um, you know, you, you love learning it. But then you might be working long hours and maybe you've got like money to do this, but it's just the time is the issue. Well, if you're in that situation, I think today you are really going to like um, our special guest today is Adam Smith because he may well have a the perfect solution for you because what Adam does is basically it's a done-for-you system of what we teach here at the eBusiness Institute, which is... These guys build and help you create content websites. So what I want to do today is go into detail with what Adam does, show you, so he's going to share with us some of the success strategies around and how all this can work. So if you're trying to exit your corporate role, you're really excited about what you're learning here with us, um, Adam can help you if you don't have the time to do it yourself or you want to maybe add this as an extra arm within your portfolio of websites. So Adam, thank you so much for coming along today. It's great to see you and and have you have you on board. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm excited. Excited to connect with your audience, excited to connect and kind of share what we do and share share a bit about our story, our background. Yeah, because so you're you're one of the co-founders of Niche Website Builders and and you know, I've heard really good things about you guys for, for a number of years now, and I keep meaning to reach out to you and come and have a chat to our guys. And it was really good fun the other day when we caught up and, and you know, hearing about what you can do. And I, like I was saying to you, I realized, wow, this could be the perfect solution for someone who's a busy corporate, but they've got a bit of money. So obviously this, you know, your service is, it's not free or anything like that. But in a nutshell, do you want to tell our audience what niche website builders do and what you and Mark have created there at niche website builders? Yeah, I think before we get, yeah, I think the best best place to start is, is why we created it because yeah. it's probably going to be a similar question to yep. or similar answer to what your audience is looking for. So when I, I was working a corporate job, I was working for a digital market agency a number of years ago and was, you know, learning all about SEO, learning all about digital marketing and thought, have that light bulb moment where like I'm doing this for everyone else. Why don't I do this for myself? Like, and, and, yep. and I've got the skill set. So, um, so I went out, I bought a website from uh, empire flippers. I had some spare money saved awesome. up. This was back when you could buy websites for $10,000 on empire flippers. They don't sell them that yep. cheap anymore. No, um, the good old days, the good old days. Yeah. And uh, I bought the website for about $10,000. It was in a space I knew nothing about. It was, we don't have barbecues and smoking machines here in the UK because the weather is terrible normally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew nothing yeah. about this space. Uh, and I dived yeah. in and I uh, immersed myself in the niche. I joined a ton of Facebook groups. I started writing content, writing reviews, asking surveys in Facebook groups around what kind of content I could write on my website asking people for pictures of them with their grills because I, I didn't have any awesome. on the site. 
grew really, really quick. It was very content heavy. I was writing every evening, writing every weekend. Um, thankfully, I didn't have any a family at the time, so I didn't have any commitments. It was great. I was like, oh, this is great. I work my job. I come home. I work on this website. And yeah. then eight months later, out of the blue, someone emailed me to say, do you want to sell the website? And I, I didn't even know this industry of kind of yeah. existed really. I, I knew about Empire Flippers, but I was very new. And uh, I said, yeah, I thought it was a scam to start with, but I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll sell yeah. the website. Yeah. And I sold the website and it was more than I made in my in, in a year working at my job. And I was like, this All is right. great. I want to do more of this, but time, I'm going to need time. So I went and asked my boss, could I drop down to three days a week and do two days website uh, investing? And they said, no. So with my, <laughs> I sold the website for $60,000 with that fresh in my pocket. I'm like, okay, I'll quit. I'm going to quit. And I'm going to do right. this full time. Yep. <laughs> and I did. And that's what I did. But awesome. during that whole process, I was pretty burnt out because, you know, working a job and doing content in the evenings yep. and weekends yep. is very demanding. So I took a month off and I bought another website and I started again. But this time I realized I needed to build, like, I needed help. I couldn't really do this at scale myself. So I started looking around for freelancers and I was on Upwork and Fiverr looking for good quality content writers. And it was hard because you find someone that's great and they'd stick around for a month or two and then they disappear and you never hear of them again. Um, and it's just that continuous cycle of trying to find good people. Yeah. And it was really hard. Uh, and I was on a podcast then a little while later talking about my frustrations of finding good quality people to help scale my portfolio. And Mark, my co-founder, heard me and he was in the exact same position. Yeah. He was working full time on his portfolio, having the same issues. Yeah. Uh, and we met up and said, hey, between us, we, we should build a team to service our portfolio of websites. Perfect. And we did. And we started with some content writers and some uploaders. And then we brought in some keyword researchers. And then we we're like, actually, if we need this service, other people need the service. And that was how Niche Website Builders was born, essentially, uh, right. which was three years ago. So three years ago, we, we launched the site, uh, launched the business. And now we, we cover a bit of everything for... We, well, we cover everything but for content website owners. So we, we do content creation, but the full end-to-end -end content creation. So we do all of the keyword research for you. Uh, that involves like an onboarding call, understand your website, understand your niche, where you want to take it. And then we'll we'll help awesome. with that keyword research piece. But you can also have some input. Um, <clears throat> once that's finished, we'll write the content. And we've got a team of in-house content writers Uh we don't outsource anything. There's no freelancers or anything like that. They're all full-time employees of ours. And that means we've trained them the way that we want we want them to write. Um, and then once the content's written, the next bottleneck that we, everyone has is how do you get that content on your website and make it yep. look nice yep. and formatted with images and things like that. So we do that as well. So if you want content, we'll do keyword research content, upload it to the website, and it's ready wow. for you to hit publish. That is perfect. So you've overcome the the yeah the main all the main bottlenecks that you guys found when you started out this and and Adam I know you're very humble about this but we should mention how many like to give people an idea like the scale of what you've grown in the last three years is pretty darn impressive. So just so you know, anyone listening here, this is not a small business niche. Website builders, go and look them up. They're they're really big. How many employees do you have? We've got about 150 employees. So like, just to give you an idea of the trajectory, we did uh, a million pounds in our first year and 3.2 yep. million in the second year. And we'll do 5.2 this year and we're projecting oh, seven God. next year. So it's it's on a big, wow. there's demand for the service to be fair. Yep. 
because just such a huge marketplace. So well, well done, seriously. To go from so you're like any of our students, you know, doing the full, you know, full-time job, learning how to build portfolios of websites. You and your your business partner got together and said, Hey, we can start doing this whole end-to-end content service. And yeah. now you've turned this into a multi-million dollar business. Like you're already at five mil turnover within three years. That's how big the marketplace. I mean, that's inspirational in itself, just how big the marketplace and seeing what you guys have achieved. Well done. Like yeah. seriously. It's been a journey, to be fair. It's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, make it sound all easy. You know, it's meant to be. Yeah. I'm sure it's been a walk in the park, taking a, a, a business from startup to five million in three years. That's impressive, though. And and with with your accent, Adam, I'm going to repeat the number of employees. It's 150, isn't it? Five zero, yeah. Yeah, five zero. So you so you're hiring all these. Uh, well, they're not free. Like you said, they're your staff now. They work for you full time, creating con- and primarily it's just content. That's what you you guys are, I guess, then legends at pumping out lots of content. Yeah, I mean, we we offer other services now, but the pri- like the content is kind of our primary core service that we offer. Um, yeah, and yeah, yep. content production is is the heart of the business. To give you an idea, we we launched a, a new case study recently. Yeah, uh, and. Yep. We launched that. The website went live on the 8th of August. And by the end of this year, we would have put 4.6 million words of content on our website. 2,250 pieces of content. Mate, that is unreal. Okay, so there's... All right, this is awesome. There's lots of questions I want to ask you around this. And I'm just thinking, uh, okay, what does everyone need to learn here? Um, Because I've got my questions, which is, how have you gone from two employees, you and your partner, to... You know, five and ten million. That that alone is an impressive effort. And just so, on that note, all that that journey, you've you've mainly would you say part of your business strategy there is just solely focusing on that content creation. That's your bread and butter. I know you do, and we'll talk about some of the other stuff that you do. But that's been like just that's what you focused on first in the business to get dialed in. Exactly, because that's the way that we grew our own portfolio of websites. It was very oh, yeah. content-centric. And yep. basically, one of the one of the things that's made us successful is that me and Mark still own our own portfolio of websites. We still kind of walk yep. the walk. It's not like, oh, that was a past thing and all we do is run the business now. And what we've been very passionate about doing is testing out new strategies on our own website. And as and when we see them working or not working, we update our niche website build SOP. So we're always developing we're always learning uh, and we're always transitioning that into what we offer as a service uh, and i think <clears throat> obviously that gives clients good results but also yeah. it just means that we've always got something new to talk about we've always got something interesting to share um and <clears throat> yeah i think it just sets us apart because what we very another thing we're very passionate about is giving away 100 of our knowledge if you've watched any of our youtube videos or seen it if you're if you've been involved in in any of our world at all you'll see that if we launch a new service the first thing that we do is go and put a podcast out and say or a youtube video and say this is exactly how we do it step by step if you want to go and do it yourself that's great but if you don't have the time then we've got a service that does it for you and i think that's been really important and so i've got to ask you then the other question is how how have you grown? Because you guys, you know, typically in our world, as you know, internet marketing, making money online, it's dominated by the Americans and the American market and American marketers. And typically people like yourself, you know, are, are, let's let's not kid ourselves. Most of them are in the US. You guys are in the UK. 
And how have you gotten this out there so big? Like to do five mil turnover, 150 employees, pumping out the volume of content you have, how have you gotten yeah. the sales side? Because there's lots of, so just so you know, also in our community, we've got lots of people with digital agencies and they do a bit of content marketing for their clients. There's lots of, and as we yeah. know, you know, there's content marketing agencies everywhere, but you, what's made you guys go so quick and so big? What, what's been, have you yeah. got any secrets to success there? Yeah, I literally did a presentation to some local businesses last week on this. So uh, it's fresh in my mind. Okay, yep. Uh, so I guess the first thing I should point out is even though we're based in the UK, 70% of our client base are based in the US uh, and yeah. almost yeah. 90% of the sites that we create content for are focused on the US market because it's the biggest. So yep. even though our writers are based in the UK, they've all got their Grammarly set to the US and they're used to writing yep. like a US focus. Yep. So that's the first thing. But in terms of growth... <clears throat> It's all been about uh, giving and giving and giving. Like like I said, it's all about giving away our knowledge, and that's how we got our start. Um, we launched the business. We had a small Facebook group with a couple of hundred members in there. We bought a website from Flipper, uh, and we said we're going to do an over-the-shoulder case, over case study where we recorded every single thing we did to this website, mm -hmm. what we were doing to optimize it, how we were adding content, and then eventually how we sold it, and that built a lot of trust. Um Anything that we see was working on our own websites, we go and speak on, leverage other people's audiences, we go and speak on other people's podcasts and say, oh, yeah. hey, yep. it's a great story about how I bought a website and I sold it. And this is the exact things that I did to do that. Um, and I guess it's the mindset of giving, but not expecting anything in return. Like in in the, we still are, but in the early years, we're ex exceptionally good at giving just time, knowledge, um, secrets. Well, people would class as secrets, you know, when they run an agency, they don't want to give away these secret sauce, give away your secret sauce to everyone. And just know that there's a subset of people that will take that knowledge that you've given them and go and do it themselves, which is great. Awesome. If they've right. got the time yeah, and right. effort to do that, but yeah. there's a, a big subset of people that think I don't have the time to do that. Or I don't have the inclination to want to do that, but I want to get involved. Uh, and yeah. then you've got a service a productized service that's the important bit it's a productized service on the back end to to service them so in, in effect you gave away free content like that you know your bread and butter yeah. like yeah you you're just providing useful content out there so you've kind of done it in the more of a physical world so normally you know as you know we're all used to doing it online with our content niche websites but you guys in this business you use the same strategy but more by networking with real humans and giving away just free content stuff that people are asking around this niche website strategy idea exactly uh, and that's worked incredibly well for us just to give you an idea um yeah. of those sales around 90 percent of that is inbound so we we don't really have an outbound sales wow. team okay yes, seven to eight sales calls booked every day inbound and of those, oh, yeah. you convert about 60% of them. So it's all that lovely information we put out, all that hard work, then results Comes in people saying, hey, those guys are experts. I want to work yep. with those. How do I get involved? And it's all inbound awesome. then. We don't need a sales team for that. Well, congratulations. It's unreal. And and obviously, you're doing well with it too because you don't get that success unless you're, you're doing well. So seriously, congratulations. It's 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 impressive. We're in the startup space and we we you know we look at a lot of startup businesses as well and to go from 0 to 150 employees in 
three years and five mil, you know, and get that exponential revenue growth. And then I'm sure you will hit the 10 mil. That is seriously impressive. So, and you've obviously got a scalable model. You've got it dialed in. So that, that is, that is very impressive, Adam. And, and you're based in the UK. That's, that's also what stood out to me when I read about your story and I'm thinking, I've got to speak to these guys and then, you know, because like all of us, most of our business is based in the U S and yeah, that's, and so, and it's interesting what you just said. Then, even your team is based in the UK as well. It's not even US-based writers, so that's pretty cool as well. And what sort of writers are you generally hiring then? Because that, yeah, that leads me to the next question. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, most of our, well, almost all of the content team have degrees in things like either English language or English literature or history yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then we we train them then. So we've gone on a pretty robust onboarding process because um, yeah. we create very specific types of content. We're either creating affiliate content or uh, inf- content to be monetized through inf- display ads, informational-based content. So we've got a very strict formula, formula and format for how we like that content created. Um, so they go through an onboarding process. Uh, so it doesn't really matter kind of what their past experience of writing was as long as they're a good writer because we can train them to to write the way that we want to write then or how yeah. we expect our content to be formatted or the structure of our content um so that's and, the way we overcome that and, and are there, out of interest i know this sounds cliche but are there lots of work at home mums and stuff like that and especially after covid and everything or, or it's a broad spectrum of of individuals it's a broad spectrum but most of them tend to be quite young so it's either they're oh, right. or so they, they, they're out of university. Yep. Uh, they, this is their first kind of experience of a writing job, some of them. Um, okay. We've got yep. others then on the end of the spectrum who are a little bit older. Uh, we've got a couple of ex-journalists, which has been great yep. when we've yeah. around digital PR and we need writers yep. to write to journalists and speak to journalists in, in a language. But yeah, there's a broad mix, but lots of them tend to be quite young. Yeah, and it's interesting that one on journalists, we teach that here because we found over the last few years, particularly, say, the last five years, the big media companies here in Australia have just been laying off all their journalists and now they're on Upwork. We hire them on Upwork. So we keep telling our guys, don't don't think you're just getting, like, you know, beginner writers on Upwork. You can go and f- hire full-on journalists who, you know, only a few months ago were writing for some of the leading media companies and I guess that's you know repeated around the world sadly they're all being replaced or they're just you know these big media companies are downscaling so yeah it's a good it's a good resource having some journalists mixed in there um that that must be a really good uh yeah uh balances out your your team would and your content writing abilities quite nicely um and so in terms of results for your for your clients, obviously you're doing something pretty pretty good there. I'm guessing. Um, yeah. What are some? Want to tell us about some of the success stories? Because I think that would be, I want to give people a gauge of what's what how this works. Because obviously, guys, just so you know, that there's a fee to this. You're going to be. Am I right, Adam? And yeah, it's going to be more expensive than trying to do it yourself. But it's like we teach here. You either have time or money. So if you don't have much time, then it may be worth investing the money here so do you want to give us some examples of what you would typically do say for some of our say we've got a client they're in corporate like yourself we're working a full five to six days a week you know that sort of you can imagine what they're like what what sort of examples do you have around that for for our listeners 
Sure. So, um, I mean, we've got tons of case studies if you want to go and check them out. But there's there's one which particularly sticks in my mind because it was, I mean, it's an example of an incredibly successful case study, which is why it's yep. a case study. Yep. But that's what we want to hear. Always work out like this. I should, should caveat, but yep. um, it was uh, a customer came to us at the end of 2020, uh, December mm-hmm. 2020. He was uh, working in finance, so very analytical in terms of what does my ROI look like? If I'm investing X amounts of money, like what does my return look like? And we kind of yeah. walked him through the numbers of this is what would need to go into a project to get to the scale that you wanted to get it to. Uh, and he said, yeah, that's great. Um, but he, he didn't know anything. This is the first website he'd ever owned. He'd never oh, done yeah. this before. He'd heard about website investing as an asset class, being in finance. Yeah. He's like, I need to diversify. So came to us and said, I don't know anything. I'm extremely time poor, but I've got, I've got cash to invest. So how can you help? Um, and in that case, we looked at, okay, we want to get to this size. So we need to pick a niche, which is big enough for you to kind of expand into. So we helped him pick the space that we should start in. Uh, we then helped him pick the domain name because in this case, we worked with an eight on an age domain. Um, uh, so we, yeah. we helped source the domain and then we did all of the keyword research um, and that involved, I mean, we can come, I can come back on and share some of our keyword research methodologies if you want, but it's, it involves yeah. something called a tomb raiding methodology. Um, yeah. In essence, we look for weaker competitors who are doing a really good job, weaker competitors in terms of their domain rating and, and their backlink profile, but are doing a standout job of their content. And then we analyze and say, what are those guys doing really well? How are they doing a really good job with a really weak backlink profile? And then we look at, what, how they structure their content, what topics they cover. And essentially we look to emulate it and make it a little bit better. So that was our plan with this website. We identified a couple of these competitors. We looked at exactly what they were doing and that built the fo- the core for the keyword research plan. And then we wrote the content and we started with, I think it was 150,000 words in December. And then we had a, a month off and then we started with another 150,000 words. And by this point, the website was seeing those green shoots. And he's like, yep. this is great. I've invested some some money how do we how do we accelerate this now? So we started investing more and more in content. And by the end of the year, so 12 months in, we put about 2 million words of content on this website. The growth was phenomenal. We He was getting around 3 million page views per month at month 13 mark. It's monetized with Mediavine. He was making $40,000 a month in revenue. Oh and he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. This, I yeah. didn't think thing was even... Now, I was just expecting to make a little bit of side income as an investment. And it, now this has turned into a real business. They've now, yeah. <laughs> now got a, a team with them. They've got social media presence. They're developing digital products and courses. They've turned it into a real business. But essentially, for that first 13 months, he did nothing apart from approve the keyword research plan and every now and again check in and say, content's looking great or can we amend this or how about, wow. you know, what about this or, or that kind of thing. So it was very hands-off for him for that first 13 months before he said, this is a business now. I need to work on it as a business and, and, and kind of built it from there. That is super cool. So that so that's the capability of what, what you guys can offer. It is literally yeah. done for you end to end. So it, it's the yeah. keyword research, all the content. And do you help him set up the site and everything? Like does your team do yeah. do all of that as well? Yeah, we do everything. So we design the website. Uh, we get the logo right. created. We host it for well, the first 12 months for you as well uh, on, on our hosting. Um, and then in terms of website setup, it's it's everything again. It's everything we would do to launch one of our own websites. And that includes yep. doing all of the internal linking on the content, 
setting up Google Analytics, setting up Google Search Console and submitting the sitemaps. It's literally the full hands-off process. If you've never worked on a on a website before, we can we can we'll set it up, put the content on there, uh, add all the images, embed YouTube videos, do the internal linking, show you what the signs you should look for in Google Analytics and Search Console and Ahrefs to see wow. those initial green shoots. And depending on the you know the commitment that we you or, or the size of the commitment that you want from us. We'll usually then have a, a one month every a strategy call every month to say this is what's going well, this is yeah. what we want to change, kind of change direction as we see things changing and working in the industry because it changes quite often. Yep. And then how long do people typically stay with you on on, you know, if I mean obviously he's going to stay with you for a long time, but but what what would be a typical commitment like a year, two years, and then are people yeah, so- up and running with them? Yeah, so on that on the the side where it's kind of you want everything done for you, it's usually over a, a, at least a twelve month commitment. And the way that works is, you come to us and say, "I want a website that makes a thousand dollars a month." And we say, "Okay, we've looked at. We've, I guess we've got so many things to talk about. We can talk about the data study." Which I know, basically- I know. You, you're going to have to come back, Adam. I'm. I'm. No. We both need to drop down notes, but we'll we'll cover the basics on this one, and I think we're going to have to do a couple of follow up interviews here. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Go. Go. Up. So yes. This come to us and say, I want a website that makes a thousand dollars a month, and we say, okay, we've yep. looked at this data project. That means we need to get you to a backlink profile that looks like X, and we need Y number of pieces of content. We structure that so we front load the the website, we build the website, we take half of the required content and we upload it and write it on day one or on within the first month, and then from there, then the rest is split out over twelve months. And um, and usually at the end of twelve months, they start seeing that kind of income and they go like, actually, I don't want a website that makes a thousand dollars anymore. Yeah, what do I need to do to get a, a website that makes yep. two yep. or three or five or, or whatever? Or Forty thousand. Yeah, exactly. That's usually the case. That's usually the way it goes. Yeah, and and uh, so I'm just thinking for for our guys listening, we we obviously have a lot of people in our community who own portfolio websites. So we've got you know intermediate through to advanced people as well. Um, yeah. So for some of them, if they've bought, I'm just thinking it could be perfect for some of them if they've bought sites say a couple of years ago off Flipper or Empire Flippers, and maybe they've just let them those sites die off a bit. Do you yeah. help with renovating old sites as well and reinvigorating them and just doing in you know, a whole new content? I'm presuming you do, but does that work well? Is that a good part of your service that you do as well? Yeah, it's great. And it it it's it's really fulfilling to work with existing website owners because usually when you build a website from scratch, it takes time. You've got, yep. you know, whether you believe it or not, the Google sandbox period, and it takes a long time to get that traction. With an existing website, especially if it's been around for some time, usually it responds very well to an injection of new content or a round of digital PR link building or you know whatever else you want to do for it. We, but we look at it on a case-by-case. Case. So if you've got a website you bought, maybe you've neglected it, or even if you've been working on it, but you just need help scaling it quicker, we've, we look at it and we'll say, okay, based on our data project, you are doing extremely well on the backlink profile. You don't need much work there, but you need more content and that's where we'll focus and that's where we build kind of the roadmap for you then. Okay, cool. So that, so guys, those of you who own existing sites, this is definitely an option. I know a lot of, a lot of our listeners are going to get pretty excited at that one, Adam, as well, if they're a bit short of time because, because I personally coach so many of our students 
you know, one of the biggest things that we get fed back to us, particularly in the last five years, I think society's changed, is yeah. time. It's actually the main constraint for everyone now. It's not, it's not money so much, it's more time. And so I guess that, you know, you've kind of good timing on, on you and Mark's behalf of launching this business when you did because obviously yeah. there's a huge need for it. And what what's some of the other services just quickly that – and because I think I would like to come back and interview you in a bit more detail about them. Can you just quickly yeah. go over two or three of the other services that you've now added in as well? Yeah, sure. So the most recent one, which is the most exciting in my eyes, is, is our digital PR offering. And it's yep. actually true digital PR. It's not just sending out a press release. And it covers three different aspects. We do reactive digital PR where we do – You've got a website that's in, I don't know, the food space. And yep. every morning the team look at what are the trending news articles. And we look at what content you've got on your website and how we can use that content to pitch journalists and say, hey, Thanksgiving is coming. We've got a piece of content on the website that talks about 30 best Thanksgiving recipes. Yep. So that's the kind of reactive side of it. We've got a data-driven side of it where rather than look for trending news stories, you try and make the news story. So we could look at, again, sticking with the, the Thanksgiving thing, what's the cost of a Thanksgiving turkey in each state and how that's increased year on year? And we could say, you know, last year the most expensive state was New York and this year the most expensive state is, I don't know, Texas, for example, and create an actual data piece that sits on your website and then we reach out to journalists and say, hey, Thanksgiving's uh, coming up. You've covered food or this kind of topic yeah. before. How about covering this? Um, and we've also got a visual aspect as well, which is similar to the data, but we create a, a visual um, representation of it. So that could be, um, we did one recently about the most dog-friendly beaches in the US. Oh, and that nice. was overlaid on, on a map. Uh, and the way that we pulled the data together from that was we looked at the diff uh, Instagram hashtags. So how popular each beach was via Instagram hashtags for dog walkers. Nice. Yep. Nice. So that on a map. And journalists love that stuff. You can, yeah. we've got access, to, we buy access to a journalist database via Mudrack. And basically, we say, you've talked about pets, you've talked about dogs before. We've got this awesome data set. And the links it drives is incredible. Like, honestly, not just links, we also coverage. We had one of our clients actually in the newspaper recently. So they, they put it online and they interviewed him for the newspaper. Like, it's crazy Ooh. for when you think yeah. for a niche site. Um, and, and these services have been around. It, from other companies for a long time, digital PR, but it's never yeah. really been attainable or affordable for content site owners because normally you think of digital PR as crazy expensive, but yeah. we've managed to build the service where it's affordable for content site owners. And it makes sense now if you want that kind of link building, you want that kind of build that moat around your website that it's hard for competitors to to compete and, and to do the same thing, it's now affordable for you. So can you give us an eye, because I'm just sitting here thinking like for our customers, say I'm presuming that that would only be relevant for sites that are making some okay money though, like off affiliate offers. Yes. And you know, so what what would it roughly cost for that, that particular service? Because I would imagine that's the sort of thing that we teach our students to do with good established yeah. sites. And it's a really, really good SEO boost long-term as well. And yeah. so I'm interested, how much do you charge for that service? Yeah, so the, there's three levels of packages depending on kind of how aggressive you want to be with it. Um, mm -hmm. The base package is $1,200 US dollars a month uh, okay. with a three month. Yep. So it's $1,200 for three months. The next package up is two and a half thousand. And then if you want to go really aggressive, it's 4,200 a month. So that's for really established yeah. sites. Yeah, so um, if you've got a really good site, guys, if you're, if you're in the five and six figure a month 
type sites, you definitely should check out that service because if you're not doing that yourself already, it is very powerful doing online PR, something where, because a lot of people don't, especially small, small niche sites, as you know, Adam, most small niche sites don't do very good online PR at all. And it's hugely powerful. Google notices, that's for sure. You know, the, it just adds to that SEO footprint. So that is fa- absolutely fantastic. And that's gone well, has it as a launch for, for you? It's Gone really well. Just to give you, you know, the, the guy I was talking about in the case study a second ago. Yep. Uh, as soon as he heard about it, he said, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I've been looking for a service like this. How do I sign up for six months up front?" And he just paid for six months up front. He, he was right. that impressed with what it was like. So, yep. yeah, the launch has gone extremely well, uh, and I think it's in part because um, when we were building the service and testing it internally, we actually headhunted. Uh, the head of digital PR and his right-hand man from another agency that have been running it for eight oh, years. Yeah. They've been doing this and they, they work with incredible brands. They work with Calf Kidson. They work with Puma. They worked with really big brands. And we're like, how, how can you guys come in and help us build a service that's not really for big brands, for small sites, but still, yeah. you know, make it really attractive. And yeah, we're super excited awesome. about it. It's amazing. Okay, yeah, and, and I, I remember when I when I spoke to you a few weeks ago, you were super excited. I, I can tell by the enthusiasm that's going to be a big winner, and yeah, gut feel it is a hugely beneficial um, service for us content site owners. And like you said, yeah. it's not normally available. It's a it's been a bit of a pain in the butt actually over the years to do good Harrow outreach and and PR online PR. You've got to be you've yeah. got to really commit yourself to it and your team. And it, it is, it's kind of pretty specialized, but if you can nail it, gee, the results I've seen over the years have just been phenomenal. So the, now all of us have got access to you guys to do it. Yeah. And the great thing about it as well is the links that it drives are awesome, but there's also a really good side benefit. So yeah, one of the things that we see becoming more important with Google is eat the expertise, yep. authority, and trust. And mm-hmm. I mean... <clears throat> Lots of our site owners, especially if they are building from scratch, the person on the about us page typically is not them. Yeah, they don't want their face on there. Uh, it's like usually it's a made up persona for the website. Yep. But that person, because they're made up, doesn't have a digital footprint. But by doing digital yeah. PR and getting brand mentions and name mentions, you start to build an actual authentic digital footprint for this person as an expert, and you you build that eat that expertise, authority, and trust with Google. So it's. The digital PR links are awesome, but you also get a super added benefit of building Eat then. And I think from what we can see, that's becoming more and more important. Yeah, I, I personally think it's a perfect strategy for us content side owners. I think it's really, yeah. really smart, particularly. And I think it also, it's kind of, a, when you think about it, it's a little bit of in, it's kind of insurance for our, once you've got bigger content sites, yeah. it not only is it like, like your client said, you know, a nice adjunct, but it's actually more so insurance, I believe, long-term. Because like you said, most of us, we we do all the time. We use pseudonyms. I'm known as a girl online. You know, my my name's not Matt Rad on online. It's all sorts of different yeah. names, and our sites have always been pseudonyms, and that's how we've done it with PR. You can do it under yeah. pseudonym names, but it, it is, you know, it just takes it. You know, you even need specific PR writers to write those. Um, you know, the the press releases the way they're written is not how we normally would write articles and it, it's great to see that you know you've you guys provide the full end-to-end service there as well um yeah. and then you also mentioned too you do do a little bit of white labeling for digital agencies for in terms of con- anything to do with content you can white label i'm guessing anything with any of our services so if you are link building oh, digital 
white label or if you want content white label and it it's the exact same service essentially for for agencies so if you've got a you know a client base that you need content for or you know you need help expanding and contracting if you've got a freelance model with your business but you you don't want to do that anymore it's a hassle you can come to us you can have one account manager um, we'll do the full end-to-end process. So we'll do the keyword research for your client. We'll write the content. If you want us to, we'll even go in and format and upload the content to your client's website. And then what? it's white label. They never know it's us. Wow. It's all you. Okay. Awesome, Adam. That is so exciting, mate. I, I think mission accomplished. You're going to have some excited people listening to, the, to, this, to this interview. <laughs> it's really... And, and seriously, congratulations in, in the success in, in your business as well. But it is exciting to see the service that you can offer here for us content site owners. And I do want yeah. to say a big thank you for coming along today and, and sharing your expertise. And I'll, I'll give some, I'll put uh, your contact details in, in the show notes and things like that, because what I'd love to do is have you back on again and we can go into maybe some more detail on some more case studies, you know, some of the ones yeah. that you and I have been chatting about and, yeah. um, and maybe some of the methodology behind it. But I do want to say a big thank you for coming along today and sharing the overview of what, what you guys do at Niche Website Builders. No, thanks for having me, man. And, and I'm extremely excited to come back and share that kind of stuff. I love, if you can't tell, I love, this is my life. I love yeah. talking about this stuff. I love sharing <laughs> case studies and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, whenever you want me awesome. back, just, just set it up. Yeah, fa- fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Adam. And um, guys, if you enjoyed today, make sure you do go and check out Adam's services at, at um, Niche Website Builders. And also, of course, if you haven't for some reason done our masterclass on how we, the full strategy behind how Liz and I buy, build and sell websites, make sure you, you sign up and check out that one as well, because it'll make a lot of the concepts that Adam talked about today um, you, you'll understand the power of what Adam's business can provide for you if you want to go out there and build your own portfolio of content websites. But we'll see you all on the next podcast. And Adam, thanks for coming along today. Thanks, Matt. Have a good one. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.